Okay. Wait, we're just going to close our eyes and just try to clap at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm not ready yet. Okay, go. Thanks. Okay. Ready? Go. Thank you. Oh, we were pretty close there. Okay, ready? Go. Okay. Oh! I wouldn't even. Ready? Go. <laughs> took like four tries. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go so fast, he's not gonna be ready this time. <laughs> uh, uh-oh, ooh, I, ooh, I think this tight beat means that it's going down with some random thoughts and white meat too. Midwest best friends eating fast food on repeat, so come along, let's have some fun and go ahead, get on your feet, cause it's the Ghost Brothers Podcast. Every Monday morning, we're taking ground, Ghost Brothers We're back with another Wednesday episode. It's a Wednesday on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Fun start. Uh, fun start. So um, this is going to be a fun Wednesday. We were like, should we do like a, should we do a segment? Should we do, should we bring back a, maybe a guest or whatever? What if we did every segment and, and, and a guest? <laughs> How about a smorgasbord? Yeah. Yeah. Brad proposes that idea. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like Mario Party. Mm-hmm. It's like rather than play Madden for three hours, let's play a hundred mini games. If anybody's ever uh, played Fusion Frenzy, that was the Xbox version of Mario Party. Didn't it have was that. A, there was a demo of it on the original Halo for Xbox. Shout out. Fun. Fusion uh, Frenzy. Fusion how- Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. How would you like to start us, Brad? Uh, let's start with our wins of the week. Okay. Yeah. Wins of the week. Um, I have I have like three. Can I just can I do three? Hit them. It's a it's a fusion Wednesday. Fusion. Um, so uh, first off, just I think we alluded to it uh, in the Monday episode, but we had a uh, video call with the ghosties uh, that are going to Florida with us uh, last night, and it was so much fun. It was just a great time, and that's just a win because it's like. These people are really cool and really fun, and it's just going to be a great time. Yeah. So, you know, because we opened this up, and we're like, I don't know who's going to sign up for this thing. Anyone is allowed to. And we can like we got off the call, and we're like, that was so fun. This is going to be so It's going to be a good trip. So, first off, win of the week that way. Second off, it's kind of two and three uh, together. Uh, Hattie's birthday was yesterday, and if you're listening to this on Wednesday, Fusion Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, then it's Rosie's birthday today. Woo! And so... Uh, you know, six years ago, I became a dad. One year ago, I became a dad of three. You became, I became a, a lifeguard. Yeah. yeah doctor. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> I mean, just the craziest story I've ever told on the podcast, uh, just delivering my own baby in my living room. Um, Rosie was born and she's one year old today. And so it's just a win right there. And oh, also with Hattie, just real quick, just win of the week for just the, the, the firstborn in the family is just wild because Hattie went uh, for her birthday. She went to an aquarium with my uh, parents and Aunt Cindy, which is just funny by itself. Like yeah. three people, you know, 65 to 70 years old, like in Hattie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went to Chick-fil-A for lunch. She had an ice cream cone there. And so then at dinner time with Catherine and, you know, with our family, our immediate family, we're like, we got you pink ice cream, strawberry ice cream. She goes... I probably shouldn't have any more ice cream. I already had some today. <laughs> and I'm like, if that were Bo, he would never like. He would just be like, "Yeah, give me all the ice cream." Yeah, thanks, Dad. I mean, he do- yeah, uh, yeah. I want, I want two scoops, Dad. I want two <laughs> scoops. Uh, so we did convince her. I was like, "It's your birthday. You have to have." It's like, what parent has to convince their six year old? Oh, treat to yourself more a little bit on their birthday. Uh, she's so sweet and so like responsible. Um, so shout out That's wins of the cool. week. Uh, also just fun to reflect on one year ago, you know, was birth and Rosie, you know, she was, she Women. was yeah. Puddle city, <laughs> Puddle city was happening. Um, so it's just been a crazy fun year. It's, it's fun to think about like that was a year ago. Wow. Um, 
but she's brought so much joy and fun to our lives. So win you, of the week. If you get caught up with the podcast this week, listen to that episode. Yeah. Craziest birth story of all time or something and like that. It's the only one we have about uh, delivering a child. Yeah, I think you'll be able to find room. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Those are fun wins. Yeah. Uh, my win of the week is on Monday's episode, I talked about helping out that group of uh, nurse practitioner moms, mm -hmm. you know, and on the, the joint FaceTime, I, I knew one of them really well. And the other one, the whole time I was like, why does this girl look so familiar? I never asked or anything. I was like, I'll just look it up afterwards. I look it up afterwards and, you know, I find who Morgan follows named Natalie or whatever. I go to her Facebook and I'm like, oh, that girl's married to Hungry Luke. That's why she looks what? familiar. Which we, I texted the group me in the, Hungry the, Luke. The, the Florida group me. I was like, have I told the Hungry Luke story in the podcast? And there were a lot of people who said no, but there were people who were like, yes, you have told it. So clearly I have told it before, but just the really quick version. Yeah. So my win of the week is that I got to relive this and I got to, I like sent a voice memo to Crenshaw. Yes. Just like reliving it and like, yeah. and getting to retell Rachel, like how that just, how fun that period of life was, yeah, how fun the story is. It feels like a, something you see in a sitcom or something, but really quick bullet point version. Uh, this is this is pre-podcast. This is uh, still living at the K-Life house. Luke Crenshaw is uh, my roommate, and he's having some friends over. We're watching some game on TV or something, I think. And he went to Arkansas. He invited a bunch of Arkansas friends over. I don't know a ton of these people, but uh, it's mixed company, a lot of boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives. And Luke offered, like, hey, you come over. I'll cook for you guys. Was it a Super Bowl party? It might have been. I think it was. It could have been, yeah. Um, and right away, so this is confusing because... The main two people in the story are both lame. We'll call Luke. Crenshaw. Crenshaw and Hungry Luke. Yeah. So Hungry Luke, right away, we don't know this guy. His wife is just like a friend of other friends and just immediately is like, comes to the kitchen. How are we looking on that food? Just like brand new into this like, environment. Like the food almost done. We're like, oh no, we're, you know, because Super Bowl starts like the kickoff is until five. People are probably going over at 4.30. It's like, no, dinner isn't ready yet. So the time, he's just always asking like, Okay, well, just let me know when you get like the the pizzas ready, or like I can help or whatever. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Starving already. Like it says, it's preheated. So you want me to go and throw the pizza in the we oven? Just throw them in. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and then Crenshaw is also, I think, going to be making some chili. Okay, and this dude is always just like it, it was almost like in Wedding Crashers, like Mom, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Crenshaw has the chili. <laughs> What's the chili update? <laughs> and so that alone, I feel like Crenshaw and I already would have had a heyday debriefing. Like, yo, we got to talk about how hungry this guy showed up to our house. Right. Like, that was so interesting and right. weird. Anyway, it takes it a big step further. So there's one time it's like maybe a timeout. Maybe it's halftime. Uh, a lot of the guys are in the kitchen getting food, of course. And anyway, we break out some cookies. And Hungry Luke, who's already had a couple bowls of chili, several slices of pizza, now the cookies are out. He's like what Bo would have been in a second time with yeah, ice yeah, cream. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And just going nuts. I mean, it was comical how quickly he was devouring these cookies. And once again, I think Critchon and I looked at each other like, we got to talk about this there. Like he's <laughs> eating these cookies like a madman. Fast forward 15 where is, minutes. Where is he eating them? In the kitchen. Okay. We're all in the kitchen. Right. The girls are still in the living room. Closed concept house. You can't see each other, you know, sure. kind of separate. Yeah. We go back out in the living room but 15 equal. minutes later, but equal still. Yeah. And we're kind of talking. Maybe it's a commercial or something and kind of going around like, let's give some updates or whatever. And Hungry Luke's wife is kind of saying, it's like, well, one thing we kind of been doing for the last, uh, I guess it's been a month or two now is um, we've both been dieting and we've both, we said no <laughs> sweets. 
And she grabs Hungry Luke's knee. And she's like, and I'm just so proud of him. <laughs> he has done such a good job. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but he has been so disciplined. And dude, me and Crenshaw just look at each other we're like, well, yo, dude, what is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, we're not going to say anything, I guess. It's just cookies. But at the same time, it's just what an uncomfortable, awkward situation. And I haven't really thought about it much since. And then I was like, and, you know, hey, I learned now. She's a mom. You know, the secrets yeah. have either ended or just never been found out. So they have three kids now. They seem happy. So. You know, maybe it was one of those like, hey, it's Super Bowl. I'm going to, you know, nibble on a few cookies around here, around back. That is so yeah. funny. Just once we heard that, we're like, this all makes sense. I would have loved, All of it makes sense. I would have loved to be a fly. Like, I would love to go back to that moment and just been able to see his face when she said it. Yeah. Just like, 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 like I bet he was just looking straight at the ground. Like, thanks for saying that. But thank sure, you. I think the, my, Thank you. My so, update, so what, tell us about, yeah. What, what are you guys are going to say? Like, and just whatever you're going to say, let's just, let's all look at this with the idea of like, nobody's perfect. Right. Right. And that's why we need Jesus. Cause we all fall short. Anyway. Uh, anybody else want to give an update? Yeah. Just <laughs> please move on to the next person. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's what I was saying. So when's is oh the halftime show's on. You guys want to well, you uh, don't want to watch the halftime show? Okay, well, what was your up you, you said you had an update? Go ahead. Is it nice outside? I want to check and see if it's nice let's outside. Let's go let's go throw the ball around. Let's go throw the ball around <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so so, what do, yeah. do you have those crumbs from? Oh, those are crackers from the chili. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Icing on it? No. I don't think so. No, no. Actually, I was looking for a baby picture of Hattie um to post on my Instagram story. And when I found it, I also found a picture of you and Luke. At a quick trip, I like ran into you like late ah. night one time at a quick trip. Like I think probably the week that Hattie was born, and there's like a picture of like Luke has like a pajama pants on with like a quarter <laughs> zip, and you have like your Stratford like red hoodie on, and it was just a great time. That's Maroon fun. I love finding old photos of me like that. Yeah, because um, I sent it to Rachel. Like I found one, uh, an old picture, not even that old, like two years old. Someone took a weird photo of me in a Chipotle. Cause they're like, I, you know, I'm a big fan or whatever. I had it on my phone. It's so I t- texted Rachel. I was like, this is how I dressed in public four months before I met you. I just want <laughs> you to know, like I didn't always used to be like this, you know, I've grown up and you. she's like, thank goodness that you, you were boy. so much maroon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, wait, maroon is not the thing. That's what the problem. Oh, so you don't, you don't like maroon. You, oh yeah, totally. Maroon's out. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 But yeah, that's fun. Yeah. The, the Crenshaw days. Life was good. Man, yeah, Life's still good. He was—he's one of the funnier people. Like, and, and like brings brings humor to every situation. Like, it's like he just—I mean, there, there's a little like it's one thing to be like really, really funny in a funny moment. It's another thing to be like, let's create this amazing inside joke out of nothing, like thin air kind of thing. And that's what he was really good at. Like, we had so many inside jokes within the OJ documentary <laughs> that were like not even that like funny by themselves. But like when you push into an inside joke enough times, it becomes hilarious. All right, this is our joke now. Yeah, he was yeah. the king of it. I remember the whole rat debacle, which I think we've we've had sure. to have talked about on the yeah. podcast at some yeah. point. But yeah, Luke and I, Crenshaw and I were trying to create this like elaborate, like, you know, labyrinth of a way for like this mouth to like, all right, He'll smell the peanut butter pier, so he'll crawl up the two by four, and then he'll do this. And anyway, Brad was kind of the king and showed us how to. Did you end up getting it? Uh, I don't. I don't know if we ever caught as many as you did. I mean, you had f- several families worth. That was the crazy thing is I think it, the only reason I caught so many is because I was out of the house for like an extended period of time. Yeah, like I came home to like eight of them. Word got around. Hey, 79th Street, a lot of peanut butter. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends. But how did word get around? They would. Yeah, they would yell it while they were still on top of the bucket. You guys hey! aren't gonna believe. A lot of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> this is smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, good times. OJ and I think I've talked before. Crenshaw and I really bonded. Like he just moved into the house. I didn't know him at all. Like imagine just getting paired up with a roommate. Didn't know him. I met him. Minute. Yeah. The, the first time I met him, I was like, this guy's not going to get along with Jake at all. I, I, I remember thinking this guy seems really type A, really healthy. Like he like wakes up early, works yeah, very out. disciplined. And I was like, he is the anti Jake. Like totally. We had very opposite schedules, but he was so great. And our, our biggest like initial bonding moment came from watching something and it wasn't a sport is we watched Miss America together <laughs> and we only knew one person competing and it happened to be, we both knew this girl from Arkansas. That's how Crenshaw knew, knew her. I met her through Arkansas as well. Mm -hmm. And anyway, she ended up winning Miss America and while we were watching it live. And Going so it was nuts. just like, yeah, just yeah. me and Luke, just like, dude, we like hugged. We're like, let's savvy shields. Let's go. We know her. <laughs> it was crazy. awesome. It was like, it was just big upset, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the betting favorite, you know? Yeah. It was like two weeks into knowing this guy existed and we're just watching Miss America together. That's good hilarious, time. dude. Um, all right. Fusion Wednesday. What's our, what are we getting to? Let's, let's go, let's go back to the old. Old, uh, you know, Madison McCullough, if you're listening, it's time to make a new graphic. Oh, because we're bringing s'mores back, baby. Okay, just us two. Uh, time and you say time in your hand was up. No, time it, time it. <laughs> no, we are we're calling we're calling uh, bullpen. Oh, uh, bullpen. righty or lefty? Uh, he is right handed in throwing, left handed in batting. <laughs> Golf's right handed though. Yeah, weird. his name is Scott D. Peck. That's right. You know what the D stands for, right? Uh, David. Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll call him now. And also, we don't even know what the s'mores topic is. It's just going to be improv. Let's figure this quick. Scott's only got like 15 minutes in between. Um, well, he's going to say, hey, boys. Hey, boys. All right, Scott, we're going to do some improvised s'mores with you real quick. How much time do you have, by the way? Uh, I got about 27 minutes. Oh. I can take you in the car on the way on the way to my haircut. I got a haircut at 1230. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah. Anyways, I got I got about a half hour. Give us a quick update, Scott, on your life, if you don't mind, because you have a new job. Just tell tell the people Ooh. what they want to what they want to know. Quick update: I went from milking cows to slinging Twinkies. <laughs> um, so yeah, I made that made the change to basically do similar stuff to what I was doing at DFA, which is packaging. Uh, now I work for Hostess, so. Your favorite uh, delicious treats of Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes and all sorts of fun things. Oh yeah, you get so, you get unlimited uh, supply. Um, not unlimited, but I've received let's just say several boxes worth now. Of uh, I've gotten to see two bakeries, which is fascinating to see the stuff produced at a mass scale. I feel like I'm on an episode of How It's Made or Unwrapped. <laughs> if anybody watched those shows back yeah. in the day, but. Uh, there's this one lady. It was it was pretty like you. I think you guys can imagine how I reacted because we finished the tour and then the lady grabbed a, a big box and then just went to the various production lines and just started grabbing cartons off uh. of the production line and shoving them <laughs> into the box. <laughs> I mean, just very very judiciously, just plopping stuff in the box. I would be worried and, that's gonna uh, like mess something yeah. up. I'm like, is this gonna mess up like a, the count for the day or anything? This is fine to just take this off the rack. Oh, they got robots for that, Jake. Those uh, robot things, yeah, laser, no, I, like all the high-speed cameras and the robots and stuff, that's what like really fascinates me about those places. There, There's some stuff, like, it's. It, it really is, like, that's the best word. It is fascinating. Like, the machinery and some of these things to, I'll have to send you guys a video. I have a video of these little baby bunk cakes getting their their icing drizzled on top of them. Oh, and yeah. it's like the most satisfying thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Give me some of those baby bunt cake videos. <laughs> baby bunt cakes. Mm -hmm. 
That's great. I'll give you some baby months. But yeah, so it's um, I'm enjoying it more. It's it's a little crazy, but uh, I'm enjoying it more because it's a very fun industry to be in where you're just you're making sweet treats all day. Yeah, you know, went from milking cows to sweet treats, from teats to yep. Twinkies, teats to treats. Yeah. Teeth to treats. Teeth to treats, baby. That's great. And pickleball, you got anything to to tell us about pickleball? Oh, sorry. What did you say? I just said I've always wanted to do that in my career, go from teeth to treats. Yes. You got anything to tell us about pickleball? Yeah. How it's just uh, Uh, taking over the world? Uh, Yeah. um, I've been, I I told you guys this a few weeks ago. I was very, very, very close to uh, having a a crying meltdown because I got silver in a 5 0 tournament. And and then last week I, I played another five zero tournament and got bronze. Um, so we're still in pursuit of the elusive gold in five zero, but she's coming. She's coming. I she's she's it, on the doorstep. You know? Yeah, she's coming, and I just can't wait to just ball my eyes out. <laughs> like you have that baby bunt cake right there. All you need is the icing. Yeah, you know, little thing on top. Just needs the drizzle, baby. A little <laughs> drizzle on top. Oh, that's, that's fun. Every pickleball yeah. tournament you go to, you get recognized by ghosties, too. The Norwines, this time it was Acacia. So keep, yeah. keep finding Scott yeah, when he comes to your to city. Me. Yeah, hey, keep keep an eye out. I'm on the circuit, baby. <laughs> circuit. Circuit City. Love it. Um, okay, spontaneous s'mores. No one will have any prep here. Yes. We'll go somewhat quickly. Let, let's let's make a very quick de- like group decision. I'm going to give like I'm three so different nervous. options for okay. for, for uh, yeah. I'm sure you are. That's the best part uh, because you you spent so much time preparing <laughs> for the s'mores before, right? Scott? <laughs> you always had so many honorable mentions. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. I did actually spend a lot of time preparing for s'mores. <laughs> okay, um, I'm just going to give a few that I have on my list here, and let's just pick one really quickly so we can't think about it too much. Songs that everyone should have on their playlist. Okay. Their playlist, you know, just their oh, playlist. Um, favorite meals your mom makes. Uh, ways to spend a free Saturday. Uh, things you looked forward to as a kid. Um, sports plays. Okay. Um, I'll throw one in as well. Video games. Oh, okay, video games. Is it satisfying noises? Satisfying noises. You got any, you got any, any of those uh, stand out to you, Scotty? Uh, definitely not songs because that is way too overwhelming to think about. Okay. Uh, especially spontaneously. I think, I think I could do, um, meals, look forward to like things you look forward to as a kid, video games. I think those would be my top three. I like things you look forward to. That's as a what kid. I was going to say. Things you look forward to as a kid. Great. Okay. Time in, uh, really quick. Just tell us an order, Jake, Brad, Scott, you know, in whatever order you want. Like you can say Brad first if you want. What am I doing here? Just the order of there's Jake, Brad, and Scott. What order they go in? Okay, boom. Uh, Jake. All right. And then Brad. Uh, okay. And then Scott. And then Scott. And okay, great. Okay. Um, first, things you look forward to as a kid. Things you look forward to as a kid. I'm gonna go with Snow Day. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> good one. Good one. Waking, up, waking up on that snow day is nice. Yeah, it's about a 24-hour buildup yeah. or so. Okay. Um, and it's just a very intense time. You're just waiting to see that. Uh, you know, you're trying to stay up late, waiting to see uh, Stratford, R7 school district on yeah. the bottom ticker. You wake up in the morning, it's like 7 o'clock, but you can just tell how bright it is outside that there's been a lot of snow out yeah, there. Yeah, it just feels quiet. You know, like there's, yeah, it's muffled and it's bright. It's like, this is good. It's a good combination. Nobody's on the roads. So good, good first pick. Uh, my first pick is going to be Christmas morning. 
I just ah, you I mean too. just imagine the 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 build up for that and just the wonder of Christmas. There's nothing like it. There's yeah. nothing like I mean, it's hard to sleep that. I mean, your 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 parents usually have to say like you can't get out of bed until X Yeah, you're time buzzing. Because you're so looking forward to it. You're buzzing for uh Saint Nick. For <laughs> for Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so buzzing for beans. Yeah. Good one, Scotty. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, Christmas morning. What do you got, Scotty? All right. So I get the twofer. I love it. Yeah. Um, good thing, because I couldn't decide between these two. Um, I'm going to say last day of school. Yes. Dang it. Yes. I don't know if you guys... I don't know if you want me to specify summer or winter, but I think equally awesome, but probably summer's more awesome. Yeah. Summer's, summer yeah. is the goat. Yes. Yeah. yeah I remember Last day I've... of school, and it's... Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I remember when uh, when I, I discovered the song by Alice Cooper, School's Out for the Summer. It was the most fun thing to blast in my you know my mom's minivan, yeah. you know, just blaring that thing. Yeah. School's <laughs> out for the summer. It's like, have a great... No, 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 hags, no, no. guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> hags, <laughs> thanks for signing my yearbook, Lauren. I have a crush on you. Maybe I'll see you twice this summer. <laughs> you know? Dude, I... I how how much did you read into those messages that were Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> so I, much. I, they were they were, I feel like I spent most of my time deciphering what that could potentially mean. Oh yeah, I purposely never like, read them like when they signed the yearbook. I made sure to go home and like let's let's look at these things oh, and yeah. like, analyze them. I, I feel like we definitely would go home and compare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it'd be like, <laughs> "Whoa, like, she said you're such a great friend." She said, "I love your humor." <laughs> like, <laughs> she said you're a yeah. friend. She didn't say that about me. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Dude, she likes you, dude. <laughs> or it's like, whoa, that girl has been writing forever, dude. She has, yeah, something going on for you. And then you realize, like, no, she wrote the exact same thing in mine. Yeah, she writes everyone long messages. Yeah. That's, that's just Ashen. That's just how she, she just wants to use more of her gel pen. <laughs> All right, Scott, you got you got a uh, second one? Okay. my Yeah, my second pick is going to be sleepovers. Ooh, okay, um, okay. Dang it, that was kind of... I, I, I loved, love, love sleepovers as a kid because you're just like, you know, you're about to like, you can go over to your friend's house. You're probably going to have some fun food, yeah. you know, like, like anytime I came, came over and spent the night at your house, George Ann was always whipping up something good or we were getting pizza or something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And then you just play video games all night or you message chicks on AIM and <laughs> chicks. Uh, chicks. Hey you man, <laughs> yeah, chicks. We never call them chicks. Hey dude, let's go find some chicks. Sure, we did. <laughs> no, you think so? Oh, of course we did. Dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just everything's so fun about a sleepover, especially if you had like fun stuff to do the next day. Because sometimes if you did it, then it's like once you go to bed, you're like, well, now sleepover's kind of over. But then if you have something fun to go do the next day, like spend the night before a baseball game or something and then go play the, you know, your baseball game on Saturday or whatever. That's, that's fun stuff. Uh, that, that segues perfectly into my next one is there's going to be things I look forward to as a kid is playing like a specific sports game. Like, Dang. like when, when the game is coming up, like it's often like, you know, Monday and you're already looking forward to Saturday's game. Like you're like, we're playing the slammers oh, yeah. this week. This one's for first place in the baseball <laughs> league. You know, it's us or them. I think we can do it. You know, as long as Joe stays healthy and, you know, has a good game and Sam doesn't <laughs> drop any third strikes and we're going to do this thing. You Dude, know, when you're playing like 12, 
12 and under kid pitch baseball, dropping the third strike felt impossible to get him out. It was you could so, not throw it to first in time so, to get him out. And it was so often like drop third strike equals a triple. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like the catcher first. tried to get <laughs> yeah. it to first, way overthrew it into right field. Right fielder sometimes would get their time. Right fielder was often me, aka the the less athletic kid on the team. <laughs> so he's running over to get the ball on the side of the field. And yeah, the guy's at third base. And you struck him out. It's yeah. the worst. It happens so much. That was so debilitating as a pitcher when when Sam would drop that third strike on a filthy curveball. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That happened yeah. for years, too. Not even just 12 and under. I mean, yeah. up to like the JV level. I oh, think yeah. it was like, we're not getting this guy out if we drop it. And the older you got, the the deeper the backstop got. And so yeah, it was just more, more and more impossible. Um, anyway. So, yeah, that's my, that's my next one. Let's go ahead and put a bookmark in deep backstops. Got a story for you. <laughs> okay. It's not a metaphor. It's literal. Um, okay. <laughs> my two are going to be looking forward to track and field day. Remember that? Yes. You don't like it? I what did the, Field what day is what we call, call that. At, we at, call it field day. Is it, so it was just field day? Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked like... Like there was like 30% of the stuff that was like amazing. The balloon stomp. Remember balloon stomp, Scott? Oh, we did not do like carnival games. Yours was like pretty yeah. serious. Like yeah, 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 yeah. No, ours were like we uh, did like a, a, a grade wide balloon stomp, and it was magical. <laughs> it was so wild. If you got because eventually, like if you're the one of the last like ten left, they put you in the. We, we were doing the gym. They put you in like the small like circle where you do like the tip for the basketball, like right in the middle, and it's just wild. So, uh, but I I I mean I wasn't forty yard dash. You think I'm looking forward to forty yard dashes? I don't know. Shot put, discus. Yeah, the javelin was fun. Whoa, they let kids do javelin? It was like a plastic javelin, and it was awesome. Okay, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember as a kid, my whole identity was in sports. I could not wait to get to seventh grade to be able to represent my school and play school sports. But my little slimmer, glimmer of slimmer, yeah. uh, was in fourth grade. You know, it's like we were having jimmer basketball. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, we got a, just track and field day where I got to compete against the other kids and it was just so fun and all these like just long jump triple jump hurdles and i do everything i don't even really? like the mile i'll do it today though you did you have the opportunity to do like all of them i think so yeah we did all sorts of stuff because you're yeah, a s- smaller school i feel like it was like you only got like three events each and so that was another bummer for us oh it was but. just so fun because it also came kind of towards the end of school but also springtime is like we're finally like getting t- towards outdoor recess anyway beautiful day you're outside the whole day we get like half the day off school just to go run around and get sweaty yeah. like it was just an awesome day of school did you clean up on those trophies um i don't i'm sure i did okay i really don't remember though okay i don't know um and then the other one i was gonna say just uh taking like a family vacation sure we didn't take many of them so it was Mm. like hey it's a big deal we're going to uh actually money's tight we're going to branson this year but still i we're gonna ride all the go-karts you want to (laughs) do as a kid you don't know money's ever tight though you're like branson sounds awesome that's great i would love to go to Branson. like like go-karts are the pinnacle for me as a kid like it was great i don't need you know a fancy hotel i don't remember any of the hotels we stayed whitewater yeah sure ramada in that's great that's great so yeah just any kind of vacation as a kid really fun thing to look forward to because you've traveled so little in your life at that point okay uh my third pick you know it's on the brain uh it's rosie's birthday today Kids, it's amazing watching yeah. how, how excited Hattie has gotten for her birthday and looking forward to that. And I remember always looking forward so much to my birthday growing up. Um, you know, you have like the ring. Remember like the ring countdown where you could like cut off a ring at every day? Oh, I you know, know what I'm talking about. Like they're like inter- intertwined rings. Like monkeys in a barrel. Am I making sense with that, Scott? Like construction paper. You like you like put rings together and then every single day that it got closer, you cut. You know what I'm talking about, Timon? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You like cut them. And so I remember thinking like those rings are never going to get cut. I'm never going to get to my birthday. And then I finally did. It was glorious. So, uh, Scott, I was just mentioning uh, last Monday uh, or th- this this 
yeah, Monday's episode. You haven't heard it yet. You haven't heard it yet, but there's a great part about you in there. And I talked about how we have been friends forever and you went to my birthday parties when I was a little kid. So I look forward to you uh, giving me <laughs> gifts as well. <laughs> so. Nice. So yes. what was your third pick? Just what was your what was your pick? Parties or birthdays? Birthdays, birthdays specifically. My my birthday, my own birthday. Oh, your own birthday. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I, what I was going to say with my next pick is birthday parties. I don't know if that like is different, or I feel like it's different because it's not just my birthday. Like I was excited to go to other friends' birthday parties because we had some iconic birthday parties in our friend group. Yeah, I feel like Sam always had really, really fun birthday parties. Sam and well, Rachel I'm stick with that. That's yeah. different. They teamed that's up for a while. From yours, that's fine. Yeah, I, that's yeah. that was going to be yeah, my that, answer. I was deciding between. I was going to specifically say the rich kid's birthday. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that's going to be yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> the rich kid. Yeah, yeah the one that's no, like, I'm whoa, not. they're getting like, they're not going frozen pizza. They're ordering pizza. They're gonna have a cotton candy machine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. You got um, one more. Okay, and then the last one, I think I'm going to say Halloween. Okay, um, okay. yeah, it's a good. I think thing. Out, outside of, like, Christmas as a holiday, I'm, I don't think there's another holiday that I was more jazzed about than Halloween. Like, it's always fun. You know, you get dressed up. You get to debut your costume at school. Yeah. And then, you know, that night you're just grabbing a couple couple pillow sacks and, uh, and uh, running out to get the candy. Absolutely. So, <laughs> That was uh, that was probably my favorite holiday outside of Christmas when I was a kid. Not Easter, huh? <laughs> not not Easter. Uh, none of costumes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's only one guy you could go as. <laughs> uh, no one wanted me to dress up as Judas. So, um, okay, that those are all great picks, Scott. You you did it. You you had a. You're better on the fly. Yeah yeah maybe maybe this should be your your thing. <laughs> Um, okay, what do we constitute as a kid? I'm sorry for getting in the weeds here, but... 13 and under. Okay, great. Then my answer is going to be uh, things you look forward to as a kid, hearing back from your crush. Hearing okay. back from your crush. Mm -hmm. So, like, talking about uh, AIM, you know, talking about... Chicks. Ch yeah, you know, hitting up the chicks on AIM. Hollering at the honeys. Um, whether it was like... <laughs> Whether it was like, you know, kind of communicating through another girl that was this girl's friend, like, hey, can you can see you if she likes her? me yeah. or, you know, Am I in her top yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> seeing if like maybe you're writing a note or, you know, even like the, the yearbook example, like something just seeing back some kind of feedback about what does this girl think of me? It is exhilaratingly like, like just tantalizing. I can't, I look forward to it so much. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, mine yeah, is kind no of doubt. adjacent to that. I mean, all these are pretty similar, but I was going to say, when Scott said Halloween, it made me think of Valentine's Day at school. Sure. With all the boxes. Yes, dude! You're so excited to debut your box that your mom slaved over all night. Oh, yeah. And then also just like, you know, what am I going to get today? And and like, because you always, at least we did, I don't know about you, but like, I would always get, uh, like from Walmart, you know, you could just get like the the packs of Valentine's. Like, yeah, like yeah. you fold over and you put a piece of candy But there were some that are like better than others and yeah. I would save those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like there was always like one big one, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not giving that to like Ethan. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Ethan's a jerk. Dude. Yeah, no, like uh, definitely the girls are Getting, like the best Valentine's right, like yeah. I always got like basketball players, like, yeah, as mine, and I'll be like, I mean, I gotta give her, you know, I, I gotta go for Vince Carter, probably Vince Carter, <laughs> maybe Tracy McGrady. I would, I'll go Steve Nash for Ashton. No way, Keith Van Horn, like she's she's better than that, you know, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Rice, get get him out of there, you know, 
Yeah, something like that. And of course, the girl has no idea who this person <laughs> yeah, on there is. It means nothing to her. <laughs> She's been in a Scott the whole time anyway. Yeah, so. could have given her Carrie Kittles and she would have not <laughs> been the wiser. So. Anyway, um, that's a great answer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's fun. Honorable mention for me. Oh, yeah, I said kids or rich kids birthday party, but also also the first day of school. Really? Yeah, I had the thought I mean, of... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It just, it doesn't, I don't think it makes the top four necessarily, but it's, it wasn't something I dreaded. It was like, this is going to be kind of nice. New teacher, new seating arrangement, new, new kids have moved in. I love the change. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the first... Like when you, when you realize, when you see who your class is. Because at least for us, you know, we had, oh, yeah. we had four classes. And your teacher program. and your teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, let's exchange who's... Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's one of those like high risk, high reward kind of things, though. Like, it's like, this is going to be a brutal nine months. Yes, 100%. Like, Scott, have we ever been... The, did we, were we ever in the same... No, we were in the same kindergarten class. But I don't know if we were ever in the same... No, we, we were had, in first and second grade. Were you Miss Meyer? Soap? Yeah, I was Miss Meyer first and second grade. And I thought there was one other... No, I don't think one so. One other grade that we had the same teacher. But no. we, we definitely had classes together, like, at junior high and high school, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, third through sixth, it was a drought. Dang. You know? Who are, your, who, are, who are your teachers? I have Ballinger, Coulter, um, Giffen, and Roberts. And I'll tell you who you had real quick. You had... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, actually, third grade, did you have Miss Hetherington? No, I had Mowry. Isn't that, wasn't that her name? Yeah, Miss Mowry. And then you had Mrs. Crooks. Crooks. And then you had... Uh, then you had Chase and then Chase Hannah. Chase and Hannah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, impressive boys. I, I could have told them. I can't believe I remembered that. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would, but I can't believe I did. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's a fun little thing. Any yeah. other uh, honorable mentions? Anything else come to mind? Um, I had one, but I, I can't. It already, it already escaped. Go ahead, Scott. Um, mine. I had like visiting certain family members or seeing certain family members. Uh, yeah, I thought about the like, like, whether grandparents they came sleepover. to you or yeah. Yeah, or like I had my cousins on my dad's side that lived in Utah. I didn't see them very much, but when I did, I, I truly was like more excited for that vacation than anything. Mm-hmm. Like going out to their house in Utah, they had like a basketball court and a trampoline and all this fun stuff. And That's I, I true. Yeah. really look forward to seeing them. Going to the Fulbright's house um, was like, oh, it's going to be fun. They had some cool That's stuff. A, yeah, they had yeah. video games I didn't have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like they have video games. Yeah, they have a trampoline. They might have a swimming pool. They had like, like a big screen TV. Like I'd never seen one of those before. Right. It was huge. High speed internet. Sam yeah. Bryan, high speed DSL, internet. DSL. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, the only other thing and is... Then, oh. then my, my my last one is, is a little deep. You know, something I look forward to as a kid is I always look forward to getting older. And now that I'm old, I just wish I could be a kid again. <laughs> that is that is deep. And Scott, that is, you're very kid-like, though. You're hanging on to it better than most yeah, people. You, yeah, you have, you're, you have, hanging you're very youthful. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really did look forward BKE, to getting older, huh? BKE, big kid energy, is what I like to bring. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why you're still slinging Twinkies, you know? <laughs> That's something I looked forward right. to as a kid was lunchtime, I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I did look forward to PE. That's another like just micro version of field day, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Especially yeah. when I, because like, do you remember like you would ask the other kids in other classes that already went to PE? What did you guys, guys do? And they they would say, uh, "Do you remember Jedi Scott? It was kind of like uh, capture the flag, or uh, what's the other one? Kind of like capture the flag, but like you could move around. It was like dodgeball version. Fun. It was so fun. It's yeah, like, we played Jedi today. It's like oh. familiar. Anyway. Cool, man. Well, thank you for hopping on here, Scotty. This is always a pleasure. Yeah. I'll get you in the studio soon. Hey, this it was it was it's great to be back. Uh, 
I, it was funny. I was listening to that, that clip yesterday that I messaged you guys about Jake, where you're laughing at Brad with the eight out of 10 stat. And it's just <laughs> like, I, I don't know why it just hit me harder than any of the other episodes. And I was like, I feel like if I was in the studio for that, I would be crying laughing <laughs> yeah. because I basically, I, I basically was. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, losing it, it was by like... myself. So <laughs> I, yeah, we would have been like just rolling off of each other. Do you have any hot takes now? It just Scott? basically hit me. I was it basically just hit me. I was like, man, I miss, I miss being in studio with those guys. And I, I have to reiterate to Timon to understand how good he has it because he's got <laughs> all the equipment in the world. I know he's, uh, he's not, he's not using a ThinkPad and a, and a janky mic. He's got all the, all the power. So That's Timon, right. Timon needs to appreciate the, the, the life of luxury that he has there. <laughs> he does. Do you have any, uh, any hot takes for us? Any, any controversial topics that we can riff on once you're gone? Off the phone, yeah, you know, like WNBA or no more school. Um, I'm on the road right now, and I see a shop called Muddy River Tactical. It's a gun shop. So, okay. Oh, you want to go down that road? Yeah, I guess demonetized yeah. pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I know that's tough. That's tough thing. To, yeah, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to drive by a police station too. Oh, okay, you know, you okay, yeah, 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 we do that. Guns and police. Let's <laughs> George, just George Floyd. Let's go. Yeah, let's go ahead and hit all the hit all the, <laughs> the hot topics. <laughs> all right, go enjoy your haircut. Uh, thanks for thanks all for joining right. us. Thanks. thanks, Floyd. Thanks for having me. It was fun. <laughs> love you, Scott. Cool. We'll see, see you later. soon. Peace. All right, love you, brother. See ya. See ya. Bye. What a guy. That was fun. I'm glad we got that working, and uh, it was fun. I love that time. It's like, I don't even know what s'mores are. Like, I don't even know what, what are you guys talking about? Like, what do you need me? Like, yeah. what am I doing here? I yeah. Know. Yeah. I was like, do the order. <laughs> do the order of s'mores. S'mores order. S'mores. Brad, what's, what's going on next to you on your microphone? This is a book right here. <laughs> Jake, you idiot. That's a book. They're literally sponsoring the episode. How do yeah, you not know? Spine on my side. Maybe you, you can't see. Whoa, <laughs> what time, is that? Every time I try to set up that, I just, what? They literally. We talked we, about, we talk we're about doing this. an ad for Elizabeth Virgil's book, Rescue. <laughs> so we talked about how we're going to do it in the middle of the Dude, episode. Dude, so professional. Dude, like, How gosh. do you not know what that is? Edit this out, Timon. <laughs> this is a book. Remember? You literally sat it there. We talked about say. it. We talked, like, Rachel and Catherine have read this book. We've. It's a great... Dude, I don't know why that just... I don't know why I couldn't remember what a book was in that moment. I'm sorry. Well, it's not any book, though. Oh, okay. it's not? It's Rescued by Elizabeth Virgil. Elizabeth Abused Virgil. but not abandoned. <laughs> Did I say that weird? It's, it's, it's rescued by Elizabeth Virgil. It's pretty simple. Really, it's just it's called arrested by Elizabeth Virgil. <laughs> really, I mean, she wants the ad to be. Hey guys, like, so it all. It's, you know, it's just a bus, <laughs> and in the bus there's heads, and you read a bus, up to down, and there's right. letters, and a bunch of letters took up and put in the words, and then there's a census, and there's some good senses in this book. Okay, <laughs> this book. It has incredible senses. And when you put those senses together, big old senses, small senses, they're called paragraphs. And then paragraphs together make one big chatters. And then chatters make a whole book. And this book is called Rescue by Elizabeth Sergeant. Time is ready to have this be his homeschool from now on. He's like, this is great. I'm listening to everything when you talk like this. Okay, everybody pound. Everybody, everybody pound. <laughs> That is really funny. Yeah, rescued, rescued Elizabeth Virgil. She has been one of our biggest fans for years and years. And uh, if you've ever, yeah, seen anything we've posted, you've probably seen an Elizabeth Virgil comment below. Yeah, 
She's it's yeah. a very positive, nice thing we, we that she says all the time. And uh, yeah, she wrote a book. She's very um, transparent and vulnerable uh, in her story, not only in the book, but even just like I feel like we've DM'd before, and she's sure. talked about stuff even publicly in comment sections of like um, her her life and her kind of story of uh, being in an abusive relationship and uh, funny and cool enough. Uh, I'm actually in the book because. Uh, for some reason or another, you know, the way that Trey and I were able to communicate in our Do Less, God Bless podcast, which we just started to like have something to do during COVID, it might have been only started just to help Elizabeth out. It's really cool. You should check out um, why that was so impactful for her. Um, and it just kind of, you know, showed her that good guys are out there. And anyway, she's got a really cool story. Uh, I've read probably half of it, I would say. Rachel and Catherine have each read it. It's a really easy read. It's yeah, like, Catherine read it in one sitting. Yeah, it's like 89 pages. You read it in a couple hours, and uh, it's fun. I, I love that the ladies in our life are like, oh, yeah, I'll read this. And Yeah, absolutely. Let, yeah. Me, let me read the description that she gave us. It says, the book explores the psyche of a woman living in abuse, but then tells the miraculous story of how God rescued her. Elizabeth shares her real-life experience and struggle with suicidal thoughts and abuse to help recognize red flags in the lives of those around you, or for anyone living in abuse to know that they're not alone. This book was written to give you hope that just as Jesus didn't abandon Elizabeth in the dark times, he won't abandon you. Um, and it, this is one of those things that's like, it's good for people both, you know, in potentially similar situations, but it's also good for people not in those situations because uh, so much of it that's really interesting to me is like, you know, she had people in her lives that just didn't recognize what was going on. And so this would help, you know, those people recognize those things, help somebody who might, who you might know that might be struggling with this thing. So totally. um, one yeah. in three women in America experience some kind of domestic violence. So the sad reality is if you're not living through it, you probably know someone who is, um, that is we want to, we want to, we want to do something about it. Elizabeth wrote this book. She wants to do something about it. Um, so she has a website here. It's a uh, pastors against abuse.us pastors against abuse.us. Uh, the book's $15, but you can use the code ghosty right now. Ghosty G H O S T I E for 20% off. So three bucks off. That's, that's good math right there. Might as well. And I did like, she said this, she said, even though it is a heavy topic, you will not finish this book feeling sad and depressed. If you know Elizabeth, yeah, you know that she Joyful has the woman. joy of the Lord in her. For yeah, sure. so it's thank fun. you, thank fun you, Elizabeth. Wanted to sponsor you. Thanks, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's always it's our favorite when ghosties themselves want to want to sponsor the podcast, and we want to do our best to highlight whatever their product or service is. And so, yeah, check out Elizabeth and uh, support us, support her. Pastorsagainstabuse.us. Link in description as well. Thanks, guys. All right, Brad. What's our next uh, fusion Wednesday? Uh, let's go for some voice memes. Great. Some VMs. Ready to go. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, Jake. Uh, it's Knack. Uh, Knack um, backs. Yeah, so everyone should get a hey, colonoscopy. Jake. I think between <laughs> the ages of 45 and 75. Okay. Um, it's like preventative screening. Who's this from? Um, yeah, cool. Male and female. It doesn't matter. But if you have a history of colon cancer, like uh, in my family, I think it's like 10 years before the person got in your family got colon cancer. So if they got it at like uh, 50, you should get it at like 40. That's off the okay. top of my head, not my area of specialty. But yeah, um, don't be afraid. You know, there's a lot of ways to make it more pleasurable for you and your doctor. <laughs> uh, my father-in-law, his friend, um, it was his colonoscopist's uh, birthday. So he um, wrote happy birthday on his hindquarters. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to make it fun. Okay. <laughs> don't be afraid. Bye. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. What a fun don't way to end a phone call. Don't be afraid. All right, Bye. Don't, hey, don't be afraid. <laughs> like, hey, out of context. Don't live in fear. See ya.
Yeah, man. So yeah, it sounds good. Let's meet tonight at six. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Don't be afraid. See ya. All right. Uh, God is bigger than superstition. So don't be afraid. <laughs> Bye. God's bigger than the boogeyman. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid. Uh, I love Nack. He's a man. Um, hopefully we get to see him again out on the road, but that's great. A lot of ways to make it. Are there? Yeah. What else can we think of other ways to make it more fun for you or them or anyone else? Near. I think I think this is a simple one, but just wearing an extra pair of pants. Like, <laughs> you take off so jeans. It's like, and... it's like, okay, go ahead and remove your pants, <laughs> and you remove them, and then there's just jeans underneath. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, like, never go to... anywhere without them. Yeah, just you don't double layer on jeans <laughs> on and things like this. It's I cold the, outside. I thought the X-rays like lead poisoning and stuff. I was worried about it, so I just doubled up. <laughs> like, yeah, have some sweatpants on, and then you'd pull them down, and you got some dungarees on underneath. Having words on your cheeks is pretty funny, too, because also, like, he couldn't have written that himself either. Like, someone else was in <laughs> on it. Like, they had to write it. That's true, yeah. That's um, that's pretty great. Double two-ply on your pants. <laughs> I don't know. What else, what else? I mean, the only thing I think of is more like, I'm like, I think every time I use a bidet, I think it's just, it's the, you know, what do they call it? The gateway. The gateway drug. The sure. gateway device. Every oh, day yeah. I use a bidet, I get closer and closer to thinking... What's the big deal? Yeah, yeah. Bidet is like a one sixteenth colonoscopy. It's the airsoft gun to a rifle. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like the, I mean, it's it's the airsoft to the air fifteen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, yeah, it might sting a little, but it's not penetrating, right? No, it is not. <laughs> Whereas colonoscopy, <sighs> straight through you. Yeah, straight through you. Right through. That's fun, Nick. Straight through you. Straight through you. So. <laughs> Anyway, that's funny. Yeah, I think a while ago we asked him because we were talking about it. I had some fact really, really wrong. And oh, it was like, I don't think everyone needs a colonoscopy. I was like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking sure, of. I'm pretty sure that's a thing you get when you turn a certain age. Yeah. Thanks, Nack. Votes out. Thanks for being a doctor. Appreciate support, you. Protecting us. Next one's from Haley. Hey, Jake and Brad. It's us, the Hutchins sisters. This is Haley. Hi, I'm Anna. Um, for the first time, we're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding we've been in the car before for the no, first time ever i played pickleball and we encountered a pickle snob if you will um anna you want to tell us a little more about that i'd love to so we were playing pickleball um just having fun um we didn't really know the rules but it was it was a grand time then someone from the chapel hill pickleball team mm. came over uh, and joined our game yep and then proceeded to tell us that we were really amateur players i mean which we kind of already knew <laughs> sure. but um, then he insisted, um, sorry, it was a hard turn. Okay. Then <laughs> he insisted that we use his pickleball because it was a real one, um, <laughs> which we had a pickleball okay. and they looked the same. They were both yellow. His was just more neon. What's a real pickle? <laughs> we love the podcast. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. You what were you going to say? I was going to say there is a difference between pickleballs and once you get used to the, the, quote-unquote correct one and then you play with like the indoor one it does bother you sure but if you're playing with people who are clearly playing for the first time yeah don't, I would don't be never, a, don't be a dork yeah That's a dork, correct man. them or yeah tell them I, I know it would help you know if we use this ball because that ball the the outdoor ball is harder to use probably it's a little faster it's also, less forgiving yeah it just cracks easier it's like use the indoor ball it's gonna last you you know yeah. why not yeah. who cares that's so funny. I also like the way they were very like, Anna, do you want to tell them about that? Yes, thank you. They really passed it off to each other well. Let's uh, take this over to Anna now for the full story. She's also in a car for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Haley. I'm here in the passenger seat, and you wouldn't believe what happened in Chapel Hill. <laughs> Chapel Hill Pickleball Club. <laughs> yeah, that is too bad. I think there are a lot of pickle snobs. I, 
my Facebook feed, I'm in like a couple of face, uh, pickleball Facebook groups and they always suggest things to me and Facebook will say like, do you want to see less of this? And I'm, I'm always tempted, but it just, it's fascinating, dude, because it's, it skews so old and they're just, they're weird folks, dude. Like <laughs> if I just get on my Facebook right now, I'm sure to be at the top. They're okay. bonkers about it. They're bonkers. Very top of my Facebook. I just open Facebook. It's always pickleball and just, just this guy just writing like this, just blog. Whoa. Game changer alert. And then we'll just post like his thoughts on like, I suggest we watch squash players footwork as this was the perfect position to be in rather than the back foot slide. I gave it some thought, but I put it on the back burner. You know, it's like the oldest like yeah. comment, everything you're thinking. That's a long post. And then other people will say like, uh, disagree, moving on. And then he'll reply to it and be like, um, well, if you don't like it, you don't have to read. And oh, it's just like, yeah. it's just such a contentious, like these old people and pickleball it is not like the best community well it's just funny because pickleball i feel like they they are still like super like we are the pioneers of this thing yeah no one else knows about it this is amazing and therefore i'm really good at it because i'm like pretty new to this thing and like and so there's a little bit of elitist elitism that yeah. way too i remember when pickleball got on cbs stephen colbert did that thing and the, the pickleball facebook groups are just firing like i this isn't even real pickleball I mean, Emma Watson barely knows how to play. And really? this is how they show our sport. We Wait, finally what, get on CBS. What do they do? Just like play it on the Colbert show? No, it was. it's like one of those like special one-time events they do. Like, Do you remember when like Steph Curry did the like, putt-putt thing for just like oh, one night? It's yeah. like a one-night-only event, prime time. Okay. So they just had a bunch of celebrities play pickleball. Will Ferrell was there. Oh, really? And I guess it just wasn't high-level pickleball. And the boomers were so peeved about it. Oh, yeah. It was like, we finally are on CBS, and this is what they show. They're using an outdoor ball inside. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um that's funny. This is a, just a great example, too. So this guy's thread is all about, I don't know, positioning or something. And so he posted, like, this is how it should be. And he just replies that <laughs> to, multiple every, times. to every comment. He just replies the same. He's got photo. that ammo. He wants to use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on there again. They're just like five times. right? Oh, there. my gosh. It just keeps going. It's just it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is a visual joke, but it is. It is good if you can see it on I YouTube. I mean, uh, at least at least nine times right there yeah it's just funny so pickleball's weird it was sorry about the snobs yeah we don't have to get too deep into the pickleball thing but i did talk to scott and you i was like i feel like in, like if once pickleball starts making enough money all these people who are professional pickleball players right now are going to get you know left in the dust because people that aren't that good at tennis but they're pro tennis players are going to be like well i can make a bunch of money playing pickleball instead totally it's i mean tyson mcguffin has gone on record saying once tennis players get in here we're all done for we're done yeah because they're just naturally more talented you said there was there was a story of a guy like a couple of weeks ago who was like a college d1 tennis player he was a mediocre and he wasn't even that good yeah yeah yeah. he was like not that not a stand-up by any means i don't Hadn't know if ever lettered played pickleball before like not much at least and like entered this his first tournament ever first pro tournament and he got second yeah in singles crazy <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like if that shows you where pickleball is at yeah at the singles levels because singles is more more like tennis doubles is kind of its own sport mm-hmm. but yeah tennis players could come in and dominate singles pickleball if they want to yeah it's very interesting yeah so if you're out there tennis players yeah think about it think about it anyway that's when pickleball let's do let's do one more great voice memo you go with that brad yep don't say you're good with it. You're not good with it, Brad. I'm good with it. All right. I'd even do two. Brad's hey, Jake and Brad. Hey. My name's Alden Cronin. I'm from North Andover, Massachusetts. I'm 13 years old. But, um, you know, I think I have a record for your podcast. I've listened to each episode maybe like Get there. nine times, I okay. want to say. Nine times. Which I know it seems like a lot. It seems like I might be exaggerating, but I honestly don't think I am because I probably listen 
to at least two episodes a day, and I've been listening to um, wow. I've been listening to your podcast for a very long time. Awesome. But we should utilize. My it. question is, how did you meet all your friends? Like, how do you meet Harrison? How do you meet Gunner? How do you meet Esther? How do you meet Esther? Um, just all the guys, but all the boys. Uh, thank you so much. Your podcast is really awesome, and that's all the time I have. Thanks, Alden. <laughs> and I, I gotta run. Uh, don't be afraid. Bye. <laughs> don't be afraid. I like I like uh, getting voice memos from people who've listened to it nine times. Because part of me is like, surely we've told it how we met Gunner before. But if he's listened nine times, he would probably know. I guess we haven't. <laughs> and that is so fun. He's listened nine times. Alden, thank you. That yeah, is so man. cool. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um. I, okay. Let's just rapid fire. We met as a lot of it's through Canica slash K Life. Yeah. Right. Uh, especially those three examples. So. Um, Esther, we met through, like, she was a volunteer at K-Life um, when Jake and Catherine worked there. Gunner was a volunteer at K-Life, and then his now wife lived next door to Jake for a while. I met them years before that, though. Working from at Canica. Yeah, yeah, I met a Gunner at a dumpster. We were both throwing away things at the same That's time, right. and yeah. it was really fun. And I drove away, and I was like, I like that guy. This guy sound weird to say, but I feel like I hit it off with that guy. <laughs> and then... The audio just kind of cut out. I don't know exactly what you heard, but yeah, basically met Gunner at a dumpster. He's the man. And then met Emily maybe like a year before that. I went to a date party at Oklahoma State with the Pie Fies. Oh, yeah. And uh, Emily and her twin sister were in there, and we met Fun. there. Uh, Harrison, we met through working at Chick-fil-A. Yes, when he... We didn't work there. He did. As he was moving up here, I feel like people in our life, like Will Severance was like, hey, you got to be friends with this guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Awesome. So that was great. We got set up with a friend. Um... Isaac, we met through uh, K-Life. He was a K-Life kid. He was like a seventh grader probably when I met mm -hmm. him. I remember he was dunking. I mean, he had the craziest. He still does have amazing vertical leap. Yeah. So he was just doing these crazy things. You could tell the chicks were digging it. The chicks. Uh -huh. I met Peter on the intramural football field at SBU. Okay. We played against each other How uh, a few do? times. He, he, he was a little, little spazzy. His team, his team was good. Yeah. Yeah, good team. Peter worked with Catherine, and so that's when I met them. Together at K-Life. Do you remember meeting Scott? Yeah, I do. Uh, actually, g pretty genuinely, I, I remember we were in the cafeteria line together, and he turned around to me and he said, do you want to be my friend? Oh, yeah. Genuinely. Like, I, I think it was that, that, yeah. it was that sweet and that quick and innocent, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and yes, thank you. We were, ever since then, we were, you know, little little man and big man together. Don't be afraid. Um, yep. So I do remember meeting Scott. Um, I met Scott because we needed an extra for for like rec basketball. You're like, I can text my buddy Scott. Oh yeah, he was he was pumped about it. He loved it. Yeah, what yeah. started it all. Um, I met Luke Hoagland. I've told the story before, but by just uh, making eye contact at Pilgrim Coffee at the same time, we were sitting kind of diagonally from each other. Yep. Both look up from our computer at the same time. What's up, dude? Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen you around here before. You yeah, what's familiar. your name? Yeah, yeah. And then we've had like 50 mutual friends and just became wow. friends ever since. Now he's at my wedding. Yeah, I, I used to go to basketball games and watch Luke Hoagland's older brother play basketball. He's pretty athletic. Lay the South. Yeah, way better than Luke. <laughs> um, better than freaking Luke. Anybody else? Any um, regulars? Met Garrett Gibson at college. Do you remember meeting Garrett? I'm trying to remember. I think maybe at the casino. We, we went to the casino. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It might have been there. Yeah, I bet it was. I met uh, Alex Dimchek the very first day of Welcome Week of SBU. I forgot he went to SBU. Yeah. That's how you guys originally were friends, huh? Yeah, became really tight. Then he he moved on, but he was back in town this week. I got to hang out with him. Rachel and I, you know, went out to dinner, and then you saw him the next morning at the gym. Yep, that's awesome. It was so fun. Small world. Yeah, it was great. We talked to him for a while. And Aaron, his wife, if you're listening, uh, hit, hit us up sometime about talking about homeschooling. Oh she's, yeah, yeah, they're into it. Yeah. 
So I met Aaron on on a roof of a house. Fun fact: Aaron Critchfield, really in Columbia, Missouri. How'd you get up there? Uh, Ladder jumped. Just <laughs> <laughs> freaking jumped. Just parkour that thing. Anyway, I like that question. That's kind of fun to think back. It's origin to. stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more. Let us know if there's more. Alden, you want to know about? Let us know. All right, next segment, Brad. What do you want? Uh, let's do a little GIC, GOC, Ghosties on a Couch. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Goke, G-O-I-C. Um, Dominic wants to know how to hit on someone you don't know super well over text, but in a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You don't know them super well, and or, you're texting. Yeah, and then he also says, or just figure out how to get them to like you. How oh. to hit on someone you don't know super well over text, but in a cool way. Well, you and I know this a little bit. You don't think Timon knows a little bit better than us, though, right? How to do this? I mean, he's got both of his hands up. Timon's <laughs> like, please tell him. Uh, no, we won't put you on the spot. Unless you do, you have do you have anything, Timon? He's gonna say, I, I don't. Trigger. Okay. Yeah. Just trigger. Just uh, don't be yourself. Tried and true. Just trigger. How to hit on someone you don't know super well over text, but in a cool way? I don't. Be funny. Be funny. Give us a funny uh, text. I mean, it's all contextual. Just like they, you got to establish some inside jokes, mm-hmm. and then don't hit them. Hit on them too much, but just, I don't know, be funny. But don't send a lot of ha-has and LOLs. No? Be confident in yourself. Okay, I was a big... Be confident in your sarcasm. I was a big smiley face guy. Gross, dude. No, what's wrong with smiley faces? With the honeys, you, you throw the emoticons in there? No, not not emojis. Literally just the... the That's the, what I'm saying. The, the, the emoticons. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Co- colon, close parenthesis. Yep. Only that one, though. You started eyes first and then smile. Because that's how I uh, yeah, feel. Like, yeah. We got to start with the eyes. Of course. There's, they're the growing of the face. Let's yes. start with them. And then, oh, what, what face is going to be? Smiley. Yeah, when you smile first and then eyes, it always just looks like a frown face to me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It ain't don't, right. Don't, it's not I, how God honestly, intended it. Red flag right there. Yeah, there you go. No, thank you. If you don't take nothing away, do colon and then parenthesis. Huge smiley face guy. And that'll be cool. Probably over over emphasize the smiley face. And not even just like in a flirtatious way, just I, I was a smiley face guy. <laughs> I, just like, I just like having, you know, being happy. They're not bad. Yeah. So, but I, I'm not a big emoji guy. No. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. It's amazing watching Rachel text her girls versus how she texts me. Really? Night and day. The girls love the emojis. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Like, get, like I remember back in the day, back when she was good at, with the iPhone, <laughs> uh, she would be like, look at these hilarious emojis and like, think how funny she is. Like, na- like just like carefully curating these emojis. Interesting. And I was like, I, I see those really quickly and I just, I'm not thinking about them. Yep. They're not words. They're not letters. There's not no, letters or words. There's no smiley, there's no smiley emoticon on there. So. <laughs> um, Hope that helped. Yeah. Figure out how to get them to like you. The, the inside joke thing is the, the most practical um, thing I could, I could tell, or I could say as well. I think it's just, that's everything. It's just like having an inside joke that you can always fall back on in, and just having some kind of like pattern of an excuse to text them. That's the only thing I can think of is like, uh, it's an excuse because we're playing this texting game where I give you a random fact about me and then you give me a random fact about you. And then we have inside jokes about that. And then I respond to those things you say and yeah, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley, smiley, smiley. Yeah. Ask questions until she gives you a funny answer. Then there's your joke. There's your joke. Um, Tom B wants to know how to get middle schoolers to stop bullying you as a 23 year old. Ah, Timon? Hopefully he's a teacher. <laughs> yeah, or a uh, youth church, pastor. Yeah, church helper. Um, how did you get middle school? I would say bully them back. I would say meet them where they are in the sense of like 
Yeah, bully them back, first of all. You have so much clout over them. Like, yeah. you literally are stronger than them. Like, physically... You should be. Push them on the ground, mm -hmm. first of all. I'm in charge. Second of all, while they're on the ground, just say some, like, really, really bullying things. Messed up stuff. Not even about them. Moms, dads, siblings. Nothing's off limits. The car that they got dropped off in. Oh, yeah. A Ford Windstar? Like, was that thing still have hubcaps? You couldn't afford rims? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ford Windstar, one one sliding door. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this? 1996? <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, I wasn't born yet. And they're like, ah, oh, dang it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, okay, 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 we're fine. Okay. And just like, just try to be exactly like them. That's what I think. <laughs> don't, that's what I've noticed. Like, if you are not dressing exactly like them, if you are not grittying all the time, yes, dude. You know, if you're not just like, like, uh, subconsciously flossing like yeah. while you're in line kind of while you're talking so tonight we're going to be in first peter yeah after 15 <laughs> um yeah if you're not TikToking, if you're not um you know friday fit check i think like an that. easy thing that will not only will the children like it but like some of the older leaders in the church will like is kind of get down sit them you know in a small group like what's going on with addison ray yeah right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is charlie falling off mm -hmm. what's any of you guys watch the d'amelio show Stuff like that. Like, talk about TikTok drama. Yeah, you stuff need, like that. You need to find your own version of the stimp thing with <laughs> golf that I found. You need to do that with these middle school kids. As much as you can be dressing, acting, and talking like them, you're going to be fine. Yes. Use the words they use. Um, a few more here. Have uh, Riz with them. All yes, right, Riz. No, no, no yeah. yeah. Say Riz over. Like, Riz can... So that's the cool thing. I don't know... You, you can't say Riz too much. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if Tom knows about Riz, but Riz is like one of those words... I forget what exactly the definition or the term is, but it, it's a noun, a verb, an adjective, a pronoun, and an adverb. Yes, an onomatopoeia, I believe. Onomatopoeia. It's an onomatopoeia, and so you can literally say it for anything. Mm -hmm. You can be like, yo, that Riz is Riz. Or you just call him like, hey, well, if it isn't Riz... Hey, we risen. Your we, mom's poor. We risen later. Yeah, we risen later. Ford Windstar. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, blue jeans. Where you leave the riz at home? <laughs> that actually works. Yeah, that, that was yeah. on accident. <laughs> on riz. That was on riz. That's and that's on riz. And it can be positive or negative. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Wait, is that facts or is that riz? Yeah. Is that riz or is that uh, cat? I, <laughs> like either way, you're gonna sound cool doing it. All right, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun having time in here for like a just like a little immediate, validation yeah immediate that, validation this of like, is dumb man you guys are old um all right dave c wants to know we'll, we'll move on from that dave c wants to know what are some good tips or ideas for professional networking oh I default, question yeah i default to an introverted personality but i recognize that being able to meet new people and grow relationships can be extremely valuable in the workplace valuable you both seem to do well at this so i was wondering if you have any basic things that you could consciously try to do when making new connections first thing that comes to mind let's say you are more naturally introverted and not like okay i'm not just going to sit down and have a beer with a guy for 45 minutes you know that's not my thing so what you can't do with you know outgoingness maybe i think you make up for in thoughtfulness like it's going to exhaust you to talk to this guy for more than five minutes but if you can remember a couple different things about him connect on just a couple things get his email get his number you follow up wait a while and then you remember something specific you talked about show that you're thoughtful guy, girl, whatever, I think like, oh, that stands out to me. He remembers this. That's a good word. And like, at least personally for me, yeah, I think that's great. And Thanks. I'll add to that of like, in that thoughtful thing, make it a little bit longer than you think you need to potentially like make it like, like the follow up or the, the initial the oh, I guess. No, yeah, the follow up, the follow up, yeah. like email or text is what I'm imagining in my head. 
like that shows to me that, oh, you took, you might have only taken five minutes to talk to me, but you took 10 minutes to write to this, type thing. this email. Yeah. And like that's very intentional. And that shows me something about their character of like, oh, these, this guy's legit. These guys, you know, intentional with his words. This guy is, you know, somebody who's going to follow up. And I don't know. It, it just, it like, just, oh, this guy doesn't shows me something often. personally. <laughs> yeah. It just shows me something about their personality, though, of like, okay, they're, they're trustworthy. I think for whatever reason, that feels trustworthy to me when somebody does that. It's like know. a long, but not like a copy pasted email or text or whatever. It's like, this is written for me. Yeah. That's a good, I, I think that's great. Um, cool. Let's do a few more. Okay. Allie Ray wants Allie, Allie Ray. That's the TikTok girl that you're talking about with the D'Amelios. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Allison Ray. Al- yeah, Allison? yeah. She's got the podcast with her mom on Spotify. Allison Ray. Allison Ray. Wants to know unconventional ways to find a husband. She's already tried her hand at husband calling the way they do at Iowa State Fair, but no luck. Unconventional ways to unconventional find a husband. Ways. So she tried the conventional route. The conventional Husband route. calling. <laughs> that didn't work. Um, unconventional ways. Um, bake sale. Oh my gosh! Yes, lemonade stand even cakewalk. Okay, it should have to ring be with- toss. It's it's something at the <laughs> yeah. It's it's still something in the state fair. You need to go to the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> like like the thing where you world's see strongest ha- man. Yeah yeah. The, what is that? <laughs> yeah, whatever that's called. <laughs> but don't hey, if he's too high or too low, you don't go for him. Only go for people like five. You know, five out of seven on the th- scale. Ring toss. Yeah, just <laughs> carnival games. Yeah, Ferris no, wheel rides. Work the carnival. Honestly, yeah, Ferris wheel rides. Just buy unlimited tickets and just go. I mean, there's your speed dating. Yeah. Just fun. go on Ferris wheel rides. Co-ed only. Just go around and be like, I got a token for this thing. You want to you join? You want to be my token date? Mm-hmm. And Ferris wheel ride, minimum six minutes, maximum probably 10, right? Yeah. Go on, find a county fair with a, a short Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. If it goes well, you could follow up. If not, you're not committed to too much. If it goes wheel. Yeah. Wheelie, wheelie well. That went wheelie well. Honestly, I like the Ferris wheel idea. We talk enough. We, we'll find it. I like right I end. like that idea with my friends. Like we should. I'm serious. <laughs> real quick. Let's, let's. Hey, you mind if I be dead serious real quick? Do you mind if I just get like really personal and real real quick? <laughs> real, real. Uh, I like the idea of getting 20 friends together that we haven't like hung out that intentionally. And we just interchange Ferris wheels and we just have conversations six minutes at a time. Like metaphorical Ferris wheels? No. Oh, no, okay. I want to actually go to the fair. Actually, that's kind of Fairs always mean warm weather. It sounds great. Let's call them out right now. Scott Caldwell. Yeah. Calvin Beck. I'd like to ride a Ferris wheel with you. The Duckworths. Yes. Uh, Harrison and Abby. Yes. Uh, Rachel. Yeah. Say Catherine. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> say, say Catherine. Hey, say Catherine, please. Uh, yeah. Bo. I would like to just me and Bo on a Ferris wheel. Dude. I would love for Bo to interchange Ferris wheels with other people too. <laughs> like that would be an amazing way to teach him some social skills. And Honestly, yeah. Have some conversations. One in with every six people. is a rando. They've been vetted, <laughs> but it's just like Bo. Let's see how you can do. You know what? Let's get some. Um, you know, segregation. No, seg- what's sorry. The, what's the opposite of segregation? Integration. Let's get some integration there. Let's have Matt Ford come. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, Hattie was a little bit scared of Matt uh, because she didn't see very many black people. I don't want Bo to feel the same way. Yeah, that was too bad. Yeah. Matt's also just a scary looking guy. No, he's not. He is six six with like massive cornrows, <laughs> dreadlocks. What's you know who else? You know who else out here? Uh, I can't reach him. He's, <laughs> Moses is back there. <laughs> he's huge. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. I think that. I think we nailed it. I think we nailed that. Okay. Um, One more. With you, you got your eyes on? Yeah. Let's see. Um, 
Let me do two because this one, this one's a quick, simple one. Lauren from Iowa, Bible study or devotional for men slash husbands slash fathers. I'm just looking for a devotional resource for my husband to help him dig more deeply into the word with a focus on being a husband and father. Uh, I don't have one specifically for that, but I have one that I really, really like. And if you remember Garrett Perkins on the podcast a long time ago, first ever guest. Yeah. He and his company do something called Sola Journals, S-O-L-A. And it just stands for Sola Scriptura, just like literally it's, it's, uh, they're, they're just devotionals, but you know, it's talking about the patience of God, the grace of God, the, you know, sovereignty of God. And all it is, is like, it uses scripture for you to study scripture. And it's really, really cool. And it's, it's been really effective for me. So that's my answer on that is Sola journals, S O L A. Good. Um, and then this one, let's see, uh, Demetrius, Demarcus, Bartholomew, James, the third junior. Hilarious. <laughs> when do I have enough financial security to quit my job? I'm doing a side hustle and it could produce very good income, but I'm not sure when to go full time. I think that you should answer this one because um, you have done this. I think, I mean, let's, let's like mathematical, just practical answer is if you have six months worth of like, if, if you don't make money for six months and you can survive and you're excited about doing this, then do it. Yeah. I think, I think anybody, anybody that's asking this question like this is probably responsible enough where in five months, if they haven't made a dollar, they could go find start looking. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I always kind of lean back on is like, I could find a good enough job out there that would make me enough money and have a career. Ferris wheel worker, <laughs> Ferris wheel worker, uh, ring toss worker, the goldfish, you know, ping pong ball in a goldfish, the jar. impossible to make the basketball hoop shot worker. Yep. Those like, clown looking troll things that you throw you hit over with the yes big bertha i think it's called big bertha um impossible to balance on that like ladder rope worker oh my gosh yeah that thing yeah i bet you were pretty good at that back in the day Uh, i don't know if i ever tried it i think i was just told like oh that's a sucker's game don't do it so i said okay (laughs) that's the whole fair (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think i think that's the that's the that's the simple answer is just if you have enough like security outside of, you know, making the money for your job. And I think the big thing, I don't know if you're married, Demetrius, but you make sure your wife is on board and you're, she's supportive because it is not fun. I, I mean, I can't imagine because Catherine, Catherine has been very supportive the whole time, but I would imagine it would not be fun if she's not really on board and then all of a sudden things are going sideways and she's like, th- then there's like strife that way. So, um, Demetrius Barthol, if you're, if you're not married, do it. Get after <laughs> it. I'm go. such a product of like taking chances when I was young and single. And now I'm to the point, not I'm a little more tied down to things, but I'm so happy with where I'm at. I want to be tied down to the things I'm tied down to because I took chances when I was younger, when I knew I had like the privilege to do so. Good word. Thanks. Uh, bonus question real quick. Steve Triplett wants to know how to tell my son he's adopted. Hmm. Oh, wait. Wait, Steve Triplett. That's your... Oh, my gosh. Uh, he's, he's joking. He, he's joking around. Time, do you have something? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think he's joking around. That's probably like uh, Wait, is it like I, a bachelor party group text. Sorry, or? I just got a text from. Oh, don't read that one. Okay, sorry, dude. It, what is, adopt? He probably doesn't mean literally adopted. Like, yeah, adopted in the kingdom. Like, yes, like I, I've adopted you, mm-hmm. like into like we want to pay for the rehearsal dinner. Like he's like really giving you guys like he's. I've adopted like you into my budget. Yeah, I, it's got to be because you could be pregnant be. with like emotion. Uh huh. So people use words like with kids going in and out all the time, yeah. metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we conceived last night. How do we even a know this new is, idea? 
how do we even know this is the real Steve Triplett, too? Like, That's the thing. Anyone could have said that. And is he the only one in America? I don't know. His real name's Steven, right? So it's not. Okay. Don't, hey, don't think about it. Real quick on the topic of uh, my mom's husband, uh, Steve. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about him recently. Uh, like, I don't know. If your guys' dad's, well, no, your dad is the sweetest man on earth, but I grew up, my dad was so sarcastic, but at the same time, I think he's very like humble and self-deprecating and, you know, it was very funny, but so this kind of, uh, it came out in certain ways. So at one, for instance, I remember like, um, like I'd be good at sports as a kid and my dad would be like, I, you know, I don't know where you get it from. You know, I, I, I was a terrible high school athlete. And so I just believed him. I was like, wow, that is crazy. You know, I guess it's my grandpa or something. <laughs> Must be my mom. And then I was an adult. I'm like, you're very coordinated. Yeah. Obviously that's where I got it from. Yeah. And then, but even I'd bring home like a report card in like fourth grade, all A's. And my dad would be like, that is amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I barely pass high school. You know, I, I, you're getting straight A's and I'm the dumbest guy on earth. And I, but truly believed that he was the dumbest guy on earth. So you just walked around being like, like other people would be like, yeah, my dad's an engineer. And you'd be like, my dad could never be an engineer. Yeah. That guy's an idiot. Well, at the same time, I feel like I was very proud of it. Like we talked about role models in class and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, mine is oh, yeah. uh, Superman. Mine's Derek Teeter. I like, mine's actually my dad because he's a full-time <laughs> accountant and he's the dumbest guy on earth. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. He had no, he, he taught me how to ride a bike. He doesn't even know how to do math. He's the dumbest guy on earth. And he still taught me how to ride a bike. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's wild. <laughs> I just really believed that for a while. Like, that is crazy. He's so dumb. Yet I'm getting straight A's. You were such a sweet, innocent kid. Kind of like that story you told about your dad sleeping on the floor yeah, after yeah, coming yeah. back from fishing. <laughs> oh, well, marriage was good for a little bit. Uh, 50%. They end like this. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, should we wrap up this episode? This has been a great episode. I yeah, think we should yeah. wrap it up. Thanks thanks to everyone listening. Yeah, tell, tell everyone the things they should do. Well, wrap up. Comment of the week, Brad. Yeah, so I have one. Okay. It's coming from Timon's Timon's friend. Oh yeah. Right. Give me a second. Oh, I'll give you a second. I thought I screenshotted it. How many how many approximately? How many seconds do you need? I need a lot. You go okay. ahead. Ten. Nine. I'm gonna go on YouTube.com, Ghostrunners Podcast, listen to I'm actually you. looking at it right now. Don't you dare. Do you want me to Don't you dare steal my thunder? Okay. Well, it's really good. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Mine comes from Maisie Ferguson. Salutations, Jake and Brad. Great. She, she put a comma after salutations. Wait a good, good grammar, Maisie. Homeschooling, maybe? I finally stored up enough courage to leave a review, although this is more of a general review than rather than a specific episode review. 10 out of 10 for sure. Oh, well, my we beard. Go five, yeah, 10 out of 10 beard. Yeah. Firstly, yay, Timon. Whoa. <laughs> you have some? Yeah. Okay. Um, what were you going <laughs> to? If it weren't for time and I would not anxiously await the release of a Ghost Runners podcast episode. Oh, really? Every Monday and Wednesday morning. Is this like your burner account? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You should pay him a lot more. <laughs> Amaze. I think I've been listening for about a month now. Timon told me when he was able to meet you, meet with you for the first time. And I so, mm. and so I decided to check you at. Oh. Okay. You went to public school. So. Okay. My, my turn. Timon <laughs> told me he was... Oh, my. <laughs> Timon told me when he was able to meet with you for the first time, and so I decided to check you guys out. I check, must say, check you guys out. Check you guys out. <laughs> I must say... 
I think my life has become at least 30% happier <laughs> since my foray in, into, into, into the uh, Ghost Runners universe. <laughs> I do a lot of driving in your podcast is now my go-to whenever I'm in the car. I find myself laughing out loud quite a bit, and I just so appreciate the life and zest you both bring to each episode, as well as how unashamedly you share your faith. I am now a staunch supporter, thanks to Timon. A stimp supporter. I'm so glad he gets to work with you, and I hope we'll be blessed with many more episodes and seasons of the podcast in the future. And this is the best part. Look, look, look what's at the very bottom of this comment. I have scrolled past because I needed to find my own comment. I need you to look. It's, <sighs> it's worth it. Oh my god. It's gosh. worth it. But I have, okay. Her name is Maze. I'm so glad that he gets to work with you. Command F. And I hope we will be blessed with many more episodes and seasons of the podcast in the future. I, I oh my gosh. There, okay, okay. I found it. I found it. Read more. Oh. Smiley face, baby. emoticon. A smiley face emoticon. <laughs> Thank you, Maisie Ferguson, for the wonderful comment slash review. Fun way to spell Maisie. Um, how how do you know her, Timon? She does theater and choir with me. Cool. That's was she cool. on um, Remind Me of the Spotify? No, uh, she was not. What was it called? Uh, Between Two Worlds. She was on Between Two Worlds, where you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can find it uh, anywhere you listen to music. Okay. Yeah. She, also, was not, she was not the, on Between Two Worlds, but you were. Yes. And I you can was. listen to it anywhere. You actually can. Just like it, just like you can buy uh, Jake wedding <laughs> gifts off his register. Oh, system. here we go again. <laughs> Those are both available, apparently. Yes. Love it. Um, Between Two Worlds. Thank you, Maisie. That was, uh, that was amazing. That was amazing. Mine happens to be from Elizabeth Virgil. Oh, And it's full circle, because she left this comment. Full circle. Like a week and a half ago, but she just said, y'all are the kings of ad reads. No wonder she wanted to sponsor us. Makes sense. That's sweet. Also was cracking up at the idea of Jake golfing in a ski mask. Maybe it needs to be in her next first time golfer video. Would love to see the old men's reactions to that. So anyway, always cool to see you guys appreciate how we try to like make the ads more fun and more memorable and also just more honest. Yeah. So that's fun. So perfect, you know, segue, just a reminder, check out Rescued, um, pastorsagainstabuse.us, link in description and uh, check it out. Yeah, and cards on the table. We're trying to get more and more sponsors. So show them the cards. Show them the table. You decide which one's which. <laughs> so if you want to sponsor us, please let us know. We'd love to support you as you support us. Yep. You guys have a great week. We'll see you guys Monday. Monday for another Monday episode. Yeah, it's going to be good. Thank you, Timon. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, patrons. Yes, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Ghost Podcast. Never mind.